Hello, and welcome to another edition of Yale HealthCasts. I'm Mike Goulet, Manager of Allied Health at Yale Health, and your host. Joining me today is Jillian Rawls, Physician's Associate and Yale Health Primary Care Provider at Student Health. Welcome, Jillian. Thank you very much, Mike. Jillian, what is the prevalence of HIV in the United States today? Um, It's actually still very, very prevalent. Um, It's a major um, epidemic. There's estimates that we we get a lot of information from Center for Disease Control that keeps track of statistics for us and um, numbers that are fairly recent within the last couple of years, and they're still tracked every year, um, estimate at least a million people with active HIV infection. And then what's super significant is every year, there's about, for the last, you know, the data we have, approximately about 40,000 new cases every year. And that really hasn't dropped dramatically over the last several years. So, So it's very prevalent. And who is at high risk for developing HIV? Well, there's several um, groups that are a little bit that are at higher risk than others. So um, within those that 40,000 that I mentioned new cases that are diagnosed, a, a really significant proportion of them are in young men and uh, men who have sex with men that have unprotected um, anal sex are at the highest risk group. And then within that group, um, minority populations, Latino men who have sex with men, and African American comprise a large proportion of those numbers, and then quite young people. So, you know, from age like 14 to up to 24 is the highest. So those are the real target populations. That's not the only, though, group. Um, People that use IV drugs are at risk for HIV. People that um, heterosexual or homosexual that have sex with an HIV-positive partner are at risk. Um, And people that have high-risk sexual behavior if they're sexually active with people that are sex workers or who have multiple sexual partners and don't know their HIV status. So um, so there's those targeted kind of populations make up the large proportion. And as I mentioned, that group of about 40,000, near 60-plus percent are in that group of younger men who have sex with men with unprotected sex. And then, you know, 20 to 25 percent are heterosexual populations. So. And what are some of the strategies to avoid getting HIV? So, um, you know, in the past, what's been available, one is screening. So having availability, and fortunately, like at Yale Health Plan, we have that where people can be screened so that they know their status. Um, So that's one strategy. Certainly condom use. So if Condoms are used consistently, um, you know, every single time somebody's sexually active, they're very effective in preventing transmission of HIV. Um, despite those interventions, though, so despite trying to get the word out there for within our country to have people tested, to use condoms consistently, those numbers still haven't dropped like we'd like to see. And what's a, a newer modality that's super effective in preventing transmission is something called PrEP, which is, stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. And you just mentioned PrEP. How effective is PrEP? PrEP's really effective. So if people take it, the, the key is um, being taking it every day. 
So for those people that take that medication, the medication every single day, it's over 95% protective. Um, so that if you were exposed to HIV, it's 95% effective in um, stopping transmission. So it's super effective. And then used in combination with consistent condom use, you're exceedingly protected from acquiring HIV. And, and PrEP is a daily oral medication? It is. So it's a it's a one pill, and it's comprised of two medications that are used to treat HIV. Normally, people who have active HIV um, take more than two medications. They're called antiretroviral medications. So somebody with HIV infection would take three to four of these uh, medications. Truvada is used to treat HIV, but um, this is just two, so it's fewer than somebody who has actual infection. And it's a medication that has been around and used for HIV, as I mentioned, as part of a regimen since like 2004, so it's got a long record. Um, and then since 2012, it was first indicated for pre-exposure prophylaxis once um, studies were done that showed how effective it was to prevent transmission of acquiring HIV. Are there any side effects to the PrEP medication? It's actually not very few, actually. So for people who um, it is kind of broken down through the kidney, although in those folks with healthy kidneys, it's seldom an issue. Um, some people, when they first start the medication, might feel a little bit of nausea. They may feel a little generalized fatigued, but those symptoms are usually quite mild, and then they really go away after three to four weeks. And then there's been some concerns or some data published, does it affect the strength of bones? And then when that's been looked at, um, effects have been minimal, if at all. There's certainly no record of any risk of higher fractures and any potential evidence of it affecting the bones. All is reversed when someone's off the medication. So so really very few. Most people have no idea. They're, they don't feel anything when they take the medicine. And how long would one stay on the, the PrEP medication? So really, as long as they are at risk for being exposed to HIV. So if, um, you know, they're at a, part, a point in their life where they have uh, multiple sexual partners, if they... Um, you know, and then several years out have a primary partner and they know the HIV status of that partner, then they would not need the medication anymore. On the other hand, if you have a partner who's HIV positive, you'd be taking it indefinitely. But um, many, many people use it just for when they're in a point in their life where they might be at risk for acquiring the infection. And then that's when, you know, when people take this medication, they see a provider regularly. And those issues get addressed. Is this still, are you, you know, are you at risk? And that gets discussed and thought about how long should the, should you be on the medication or is this a time where really you're not at risk and you don't need to be on it. So it's just a tool to uh, and a very effective one. And I think the biggest limitation and problem is most people don't know it's around. So if we could get the word out and it was used more, we could really diminish all those new HIV infections that I was mentioning earlier. Jillian, thank you for this valuable and important information. You're so welcome.